Hi friends. Today we're going to talk about the body and the impact of stress and also what we do to relieve stress on our bodies. So before we get started, let's just try a practice. And before we try the practice, just take some inner inventory. Like how do you feel right now? What's the quality of your body? What's the level of stress? Maybe on a scale of 1 to 10. What's the level of stress that you feel in your body? You can write it down if you like, or just remember the number. Okay. And now let's just do a simple exercise. We're just going to breathe. And so you don't have to find a different position, but I invite you to, anytime we do this, find a comfortable but alert position. And we'll start just by taking some deep breaths. So a deep breath in through your nose. And all the way exhale with your mouth. Again, breathing all the way in until you're full. And then letting go completely with your mouth. Deep breath in through your nose. And exhale. Now do three more on your own. Deep inhales and exhales. And now just allowing your breathing to return to its normal pattern. And check in once more. Just check in with your body. If you gave yourself a score of 1 to 10 before, how does it feel now? What's the level of stress or relaxation in your body? And just notice. Now, for many people, for me, after doing this breathing, what I notice is that I feel calmer. I feel more settled. My body, both my body and my mind, feel more settled. Sometimes it reduces our heart rate, right? Could reduce our blood pressure. But generally, most people experience a feeling of relaxation, of calmness, at least in comparison to what they had before. Well, let's talk about what's going on. What's the science between this breathing and stress. Well, our bodies have two nervous systems that work kind of like a teeter-totter. One is on while the other is off. The first one is fight or flight, which you've probably heard of, also called the sympathetic nervous system. And the other one is called rest and digest or rest and relax. It's the parasympathetic nervous system. Okay, now fight or flight you imagine, and we've evolved this way, right, over hundreds of thousands of years. But imagine we're back in our cave people days, you know, several hundred thousand years ago. And we're sitting around a campfire at night, and a stick snaps in the woods. Well, what happens? Instantly, our bodies are alert. Our pupils dilate so we can see in the dark. Our blood thickens so that if we get bit or cut, we don't bleed to death. And the stress hormones, adrenaline and cortisol, flood our body. And they flood our body and blood and oxygen go to the major muscle groups so that we can run or we can fight whatever we think is in the bushes. Now, that's super useful to keep us alive against a saber-toothed tiger or a, a rival clan of 
ancient cave people. And it's, it's useful in our day-to-day -to -day life today as well. Imagine you're about to step into the street and a bus that you didn't see is careening around the corner. And instantly we need to back up very quickly and get out of the way. Or you want to go for a run. Great. The fight or flight system is helping you out. But if we get triggered, which we do in our daily lives, you know, what happens is we have the same response from that email from an angry customer, or we have the same response from our ex, or we have the same response when our kids are arguing in the next room when we're trying to have a Zoom call. Our bodies get triggered, right? And that same stress, the chemicals, adrenaline, cortisol, they flood our bodies. And when they stay in our bodies too long, it has not great health implications, right? We can lose memory. We can have heart disease. All kinds of bad things happen. It even makes our brain not work well. And you know this. When we're all worked up, the lizard part of our brain is the one that's in control. And that longer-term thinking part of our brain kind of gets shunted to the back. It's still on, but it's overridden by our lizard brain. So that's what's going on with fight or flight. The opposite, rest and digest, moves slowly, right? So, and what it does is it flushes the stress hormones, cortisol and adrenaline from our bodies, and it moves the blood and oxygen to our rest systems and our digestion systems. So if you ever find that you have digestion issues, whatever those might be, it's probably because your you know, fight or flight system is triggered too much, right? You're stressed. Well, oh, and you've seen this too. Like, have you ever woken up in the middle of the night because of some noise? Uh, and, and instantly your body is awake and you feel that rush. And then you realize it was nothing, right? And you go, go back to sleep. You try to go back to sleep. And it takes you 20 minutes or 40 minutes because your body has to then undo what it's just done. So this is how things are working. Now, you might think about the things that you do to reduce stress. Right? Like when you feel stress, what do you do? Well, I like to go mountain biking. I like hobbies, right? Um, I would say golf makes me reduce stress, but most of the time it doesn't. Let's be real. It just frustrates me. <laughs> so I like to mountain bike. Uh, I like to go for a walk. You know, I might, I might uh, phone a friend. Although you have to pick the right friend, right? If you pick that friend, it's like, oh, she did what? And she, and just amps you up. Like that's not the right friend. But all of us have a strategy to deal with stress. But we should evaluate, you know, the strategy to see if it's really helping. Because some of these strategies aren't great for the long term, right? So a strategy could be smoking. Some people enjoy smoking. It helps them calm down. But the long-term health implications of smoking might not be great. Or maybe eating. If I do it a little bit, stress eating. But maybe the long-term implications aren't great for me. Or if I'm at work and I need to just chill out before my next meeting, I need to get my head on straight before the next meeting. There's a lot of those things I can't do. I can't go mountain biking. I can't do a lot of those things. But what I can do is breathe, right? And this breathing technique that we did in the beginning is super easy. It's just long conscious breaths. In fact, you can even do this in a meeting, right? Nobody has to know. It's just like this. It starts with being aware. It starts with our own awareness of our body, right? And just kind of acknowledging that to myself, like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm feeling a little stressed right now. And no matter what I'm doing, if I have time to do one of those other things, that's fantastic. 
But at work, maybe the only thing I have time for is to take some deep breaths. And that's why a lot of these meditation techniques start with the breath. When we focus on the breath, it allows our body to settle. The mere act of breathing activates our parasympathetic nervous system, our rest and digest system. And that's what's going on in the body, right? So if you find yourself being stressed, just breathe. As always, we love to hear from you. Please share your insights with us in the sandbox or write to us at innermba at soundstrue.com. And thanks for being part of the Inner MBA and for both the inner and outer work you do to benefit others.